Welcome to Abide's Kids Bedtime Stories. I'm Tyler. Today, I'd like to invite you to try the number one Christian meditation app, Abide. Just that word alone, Abide, or to remain in Christ, is why I love this app so much. It continually encourages me to remain in my Creator, which helps me grow in so many ways. And I hope you find that same encouragement as well. You can text ABIDE to 22433 for 25% off the ABIDE app. Just text ABIDE to 22433. Alright, it's time to settle into bed and drift off to sleep with this bedtime story. Welcome to this ABIDE sleep story. We're glad and honored you've decided to join us tonight as you go to sleep. Come on with me to one of my favorite places and meet one of my favorite people. We call her Granny Edith, and I've known her since I was, so oh, just a child. She's not my real granny, but she's always been there with a story and a song, and sometimes a story about a song. And oh, how she loves Jesus, and she wants you to love him too. Her porch is the happiest place I've ever been. And if you try real hard, I just bet you can smell whatever it is she's baking tonight. You just settle in, and Granny Edith will be right here. Oh, hello. I'm so glad you could join me here on my porch for a bit. I know it's bedtime, and you must be awful tired. I never take offense if someone nods off while I'm talking. It happens all the time. (laughs) Sometimes my heart is just so full of good feelings and love that I don't know when to stop yakking. (laughs) But you are my friend, and I enjoy the time we spend together. I hope you don't mind if I leave a plate of cookies here on the table. They're chocolate chip, and I used my daddy's trick to keep them extra gooey. He undercooked them just a minute or so. I'll tell you something he'd be mortified to know I was saying, but he's been with Jesus for, oh, a lot of years now, so I don't think he'll mind. Daddy had false teeth. Lots of them. In fact, most of them. But it didn't slow him down one second, especially where Eaton was concerned. He learned little tricks that helped him enjoy all kinds of food. He could smoke pork shoulder and brisket so it would fall apart when you touched it with a spoon. He'd make chicken in a pit he dug in the yard right over there. And it was so moist and tender, it fell right off the bone. He was a good man, my daddy. Of course, he never said he was anything other than a sinner saved by grace. I don't know anybody in the four counties that would have called him a sinner. But he knew what he was. And he put his hand out to Jesus for salvation. And then he taught me and my brothers and sisters to do the same. Speaking of Jesus, let's talk to him right now. Gracious God and Heavenly Father, 
You've brought us to the end of another day, and I thank you for it. I thank you for my friend here, too, and I'm so honored that they chose to visit me tonight. I ask that you would calm their mind and soothe their heart so they can sleep peacefully. God bless them in the day ahead of them. I surely do love all the friends you bring to my old porch here. In Jesus' precious and holy name, amen. I truly am grateful that you've come here. I am blessed to have friends like you, and I hope I'm your friend too. I wish I could have you stay until we have one of the gatherings of folks that were the reason my daddy built this porch. If you could see the way the table wraps around to the side porch, how people bring lots of food and cheery dispositions, it would do your heart good. I wonder how many people have eaten a plate here in my yard. For sure, hundreds, probably thousands. Nah, I know I can't fool you. I have to admit that not all those people were sunshiny bright when they were here. And some people never came back after their first visit to this old porch. They're always welcome. They just didn't. I don't know why. Everybody has their reasons for doing what they do. Maybe they just didn't like my desserts. Nah, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I have friends that have been here for every gathering of the last 60, almost 70 years. And sometimes they remind me of things they ought not remind me of. Remember that time in 1973 when you forgot to put vanilla in your cookies? Or that pecan pie you made that one time. And they don't need to say another word because we all remember that pecan pie. <laughs> Still, I love them, bless their hearts. They are steadfast and sure and have always had a kind word and support me when I'm feeling poorly and they get me to thinking. If they are so good and kind to me, how much better is God going to treat me? Because nobody does anything better than God. Makes me wonder how good his chocolate chip cookies would be. <laughs> I'm sorry. Sometimes my mouth moves faster than my brain. That puts me in mind of one of my favorite songs. I know I have a lot of favorites. That's because there are so many songs that speak great truth. And I'm so glad this one is so true. It tells us that Jesus is a faithful provider and friend. Listen to the words. <clears throat> Great is thy faithfulness, O God, my Father. There is no shadow of turning with Thou changest not thy compassions, they fail not. As thou hast been, thou forever 
thy faithfulness. Great is thy faithfulness. Morning by morning, new mercies I see. All I have needed, thy hand hath provided. Great is thy faithfulness, Lord, unto me. Isn't that a beautiful thought? Each morning God showers us with mercy, and he never changes. We can count on him every day. It reminds me of a verse in Psalm 30, verse 5. Weeping may tarry for the night, but joy comes with the morning. Does that give you more reason to want to fall asleep? It does for me. The words of great is thy faithfulness are taken in part from Lamentations 3, which was written by the prophet Jeremiah. Now, Jeremiah wasn't always the happiest fellow. In fact, sometimes they call him the weeping prophet. But in this chapter, he says something about who God is that is so important for us to remember. For the first 20 or so verses of chapter 3, he goes on and on about how bad things are and how bad everyone is treating them. Then just about the time you want to yell, Quit your whining! He changes tone. He says, but this I call to mind, and therefore I have hope. The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. The Lord is my portion, says my soul. Therefore I will hope in him. The Lord is good to those who wait for him, to the soul who seeks him. It is good that one should wait quietly for the salvation of the Lord. That's the kind of faithful friend we have in Jesus. Jeremiah goes on and on about how hopeless he feels, but when he remembers the Lord, he has hope. I love that. We can have hope for tomorrow because we love God and he loves us. Listen to this verse. Summer and winter and springtime and harvest. Sun, moon and stars in their courses above. Join with all nature in manifold witness To thy great faithfulness, mercy and love The hymn writer, a fellow named Thomas Chisholm, is telling us that everything we see and feel even the changes of the seasons that we experience every year is a witness to God's faithfulness, mercy, and love. 
God created the times and seasons and made them so that we would have times of plenty and times when we need to get to work planting because they all happen at the same times each year. We can count on them. I have friends who are farmers and they all know just when to plant their crops and just when to harvest them. How do they know that? <laughs> because God keeps things consistent each year. You wouldn't go planting your seeds in December in an area where it's too cold. And you wouldn't harvest when your crops wouldn't be ready. But because God has kept things constant for thousands of years, farmers know just when to do their planting and harvesting. In fact, in another book of the Bible, Ecclesiastes 3, King Solomon tells us, Hold on, I need to wet my whistle. For everything there is a season, and a time for every matter under heaven. In verse 2, he says there is a time to plant and a time to pluck up what is planted. All those times and seasons were prepared and are still controlled by God. The flour that I use for baking, there's a specific season for when that wheat is grown. The corn that I eat, and I do love me some corn... <laughs> that has a season, too. I can't imagine summer without corn on the cob. <laughs> Although now, with my dentures, oh, boy, oh, boy, that takes some doing. In fact, I invite our whole chapel here for a corn roast after our baptism ceremony. It's the highlight of my summer, seeing people stepping out in obedience and getting baptized, and then eating a mess of corn soaked in melted butter. Mm -mm. I have to admit that in recent years it's easier to cut the corn off the cob to eat it. And my doctor tells me I might want to cut back on the butter. Oh, fiddlesticks, what does he know? <laughs> I like to joke. But I still enjoy those days. Friends come over with other dishes, and my porch here gets filled up with a potluck buffet line like you've never seen. And guess who makes most of the desserts? <laughs> anyway, the third verse of this song is my favorite and gives me the comfort I need sometimes. I hope it does that for you, too. Pardon for sin and a peace that endureth Thine own dear presence to cheer and to guide Strength for today and bright hope for tomorrow Blessings all my with ten thousand beside. As a Christian, I know I have been forgiven for the sins I've committed in my life. And because of that, I can know peace, too. And not just peace for this moment, but peace that endureth. 
peace that lasts for all time. These days, peace can feel like it's hard to come by, but not the kind of peace we get from God. He's waiting to give it to you. And if we wait upon the Lord, he will renew our strength. That's how we can look at tomorrow and know that it's going to be okay. Strength for today and bright hope for tomorrow. I love knowing that God is faithful that way. Great is thy faithfulness. Great is thy faithfulness. Morning by morning, new mercies I see. All I have needed, thy hand has provided. Great is thy faithfulness, Lord, unto Morning by morning, new mercies I see. I think about that with my morning coffee. A friend of mine likes to say, every day I wake up and don't smell gas is a good day. <laughs> he's joking, but what he's saying is that every day is a gift from God. And every morning God gives us the gift of a new day. It doesn't matter if it's a Monday, a Friday, or a Saturday. They're all gifts. Tomorrow will be a gift for all of us. My mama used to say, Every day is an opportunity to know and share God's love. We ought not waste it. All I have needed thy hand hath provided. Notice he said, All I have needed, not all I wanted. There's a difference there, too. It sure is nice to know that God will meet our needs. Well, I've been going on for a while. I hope you're good and relaxed, hopefully falling asleep. Remember that God is faithful and true to us. All right, I'll just say a quick prayer and leave you be. Great God and Heavenly Father... I thank you that we can come to you with our prayers and offerings. I thank you for my friend who's come here to call on me. Lord, I ask that you would fill them with peace that passes understanding, no matter what might be happening in their life. Give them rest. I ask that their sleep would heal their mind and body, and that you would hold them close. Let them know that you are with them, not just tonight, but tomorrow and every day. I thank you for your word that teaches us all about you. And even Jeremiah, who spent so much time being sad until he remembered you. Help us to remember you first and not have to waste time worrying. I pray all of this in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, my friend. It's time for you to sleep. But just remember that you are welcome on my porch anytime. Come on back whenever you want. God bless you.
Good night, my friend. Sleep well. And come back and see Granny Edith again soon. She has many more stories to tell. <laughs>